Hey, it's Randa. You know, I've made it no secret that ever since I switched my coaching to macro-based, 100% of my clients have had results so far. That's insane. But I also know not everyone can book with me one-on-one, whether it's budget or I even have room because, hey, I'm just one person. I can't take a lot of people in a week. So I decided to create my own macro spreadsheet. That way you can input your numbers and have your macro calculations sent out to you in seconds. This is the exact same formula I use with my clients. I'm so excited to bring this to you. You can go to randonutrition.com slash manage your macros to learn more. You're listening to the Real Nutrition Podcast with Randa Dirksen, where you'll learn that diet and deprivation are not an option as we chat nutrition, health, and how to live a well-rounded life. Because who wants to eat a bowl of romaine lettuce and lemon juice while your family is enjoying pizza? Nope, not you, not anymore. Stick with me and I'll show you how you can find food freedom. Welcome back to the Realistic Nutrition Podcast. How many times have you woken up on a Monday or gone to bed on a Sunday and thought, you know what, this is the week. This is the week where I'm going to eat healthier. I'm going to work out every day this week. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to read those stack of books beside my bed. I'm going to, I, I am on it. And then by the time Wednesday rolls around, you quit because you're exhausted. It's too hard. It's too much. Yeah. I mean, we've all been there. So we're going to talk about ways to incorporate a healthier lifestyle realistically, because we all know that's what I'm about. And we're going to talk about this in steps, baby steps, if you will. You can't go zero to 60 and expect change without getting burnt out. So let's let's dive into this. You know, we're going to talk about um, the realistic habits to get started with exercise, your nutrition, prepping and planning, meditation, um, and that 10,000 steps. That's, well, we're going to get into that as well. So let, let's get started with exercise because I think a lot of us, you know, if we miss a day, we feel like a complete failure. Um, and that's not the case. We put so much pressure on ourselves. There's so many online online workouts out there that give you a schedule, give you, you know, five, six days a week, and yet your body can't recover. Listen, I'm not a personal trainer, but I've been at this a really long time and I'm starting to finally listen to my body. And I think that is a key thing there. Um, what's right for you might not be right for me and vice versa. And I feel like when we have these calendars that tell us to like work out, Monday through Friday and there's not a rest day in between there and we're sore and we're burnt out and then when we miss a day because we're sore we got injured we feel like we failed and we have to restart the program rather than just pick up that next day it's it's kind of crazy right like if you think about it rest is good for us that is where the magic happens but I'm, I'm not going to dive into that I'm going to dive into how to get started with exercise or get back into it after taking a break without burning yourself out So exercise is about moving your body and feeling good. That could be a walk. That could be a workout at the gym or at home. That could be dancing with your kids. It's, there's really no label on it. 
And I really think it's important for you to do something that you enjoy. So if you're doing a program and you hate it, you hate hit and play, you hate, hate going to the gym to do this one set of things because you just, you, it's just a chore. Maybe you should find another way. Find another program that will speak to your heart. Maybe that's a different instructor if you're working out at home. Maybe that is just another program altogether. If you hate HIIT training, then don't do it. Go for a walk. That could be your cardio. Or, um, you know, dance. Maybe go throw on some music and just dance or find a dance workout that's free on YouTube. There's so many amazing trainers out there that are giving free content or paid content. Um, I really like Caroline Gervin. She's on YouTube. She's free. I also just, I just got a Peloton, um, and I am enjoying it, but they have the app. And if you don't have a Peloton, you can still use the app. They have cardio, they have walking, um, workouts. Like you can listen to it while you're taking a walk, running workouts, like coaching. They have strength training, yoga, meditation. And I think like I have this, all access membership because I have the bike, so I pay more. But I believe if you just have the app, you can use it. I think it's $16.99 Canadian. I could be wrong. It might be a little bit more or it's $16.99 American. I can't quite remember, but it's fairly inexpensive as a monthly subscription fee. There's also apps like FitOn. I believe that one's free, but there's, there's so much out there, so much out there. Or maybe you want to pay a trainer. If you need recommendations, I know plenty. I'm very happy to, you know, give you some names. Um, my friend Dee at Edgewater Fitness, you can follow her on Instagram. She does these amazing challenges about anchoring your health. She's she's just such a breath of fresh air. She's my friend. She's my family. Um, she's so supportive. Like she would be an incredible trainer to work with. Uh, but there's, there's so many options out there about what's right for you. And again, if you message me on Instagram at random nutrition, I'm more than happy to give some suggestions. So whether it's free paid, cause you want that accountability. I mean, that's up to you, but let's, let's talk about the habits to get into it. So maybe you don't have 30 to 40 to 50 minutes to just stop and work out. You know, you're getting the kids ready for school in the morning. You're working all day. You come home, you're exhausted. So why not break that up? Why can't you do 10 minutes two to three times a day? So maybe, you know, 10 minutes in the morning, you're doing some squats, um, maybe some upper body work, core work, whatever. And you can break that up throughout the day. Yeah, you're not going to be like 30 minutes steady state there, but every little bit helps. Like today, I looked at my schedule and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do some yoga today. Yoga is really hard for me. I don't like it, but I need it. My physiotherapist, everyone, everyone is telling me I need to do it for my body. And so I'm going to do a little 20 minute one, maybe after I record this podcast. And then I have plans for another 10 minute class later on. It's fitting it in where I can. Maybe that means taking a walk at lunchtime for 20 minutes as well, just to get, get some movement in with my day. You don't have to go balls to the wall. You don't have to go 20 to 30, you know, 40 minute workouts, five, six days a week. Make sure you plan in some rest there so you don't get sore, so you don't get burnt out, so you don't start hating it. Uh, like, I really like, again, Caroline, Caroline Gerben, she's a, her training is free on YouTube and her motto is you do you. So she has a five day a week calendar, but if you need to turn that into four days a week, do it. You're still, you'll still get results. You're still going to feel amazing. It's better than doing nothing. 
Um, I, <laughs> we put so much pressure on ourselves to do, have this perfect routine. It's, it's really, it's hurting us. So ease into this. Go for a walk. Just any kind of movement. I know the cooler weather is coming. Um, that's why, I, honestly, I bought the bike. And I knew because I don't listen, I don't go for walks in the winter. I don't like the cold. So I, I bought the bike because I don't like my treadmill either. Um, I bought a treadmill off the bike cell last year and I never used it. Let's be honest. So I wanted something with accountability. So I, I got the bike. But, you know, if there's walking workouts on YouTube, which is really interesting. I've never done one, but there's walking workouts. Um, maybe doing something with your kids. So my daughter, she watches a lot of YouTube of kids playing with toys. You know how it is, right? Because heaven forbid she play with her own toys. And I found this dance, free, freeze dance, freeze dance is what they're called. And I put it on for her. There's like a Mario one in Kanto, um, Frozen. And these creators made this incredible, uh, like interactive video. So you have your characters on there. And you're dancing, and when they say freeze, you freeze. And there's somewhere you're throwing balls at Bowser and just doing all these like tasks, jumping up and down, and you freeze. And it's so much fun for her. And you know what? When she does them, I do it with her. It's that little extra movement. So it shows her like these breaks that she can take from watching TV or playing Lego or whatever she is doing, even sitting down and coloring. I try to get her up and just kind of move because she she needs the movement. It helps keep her, I guess, grounded in a sense, because she can get a little hyper and distracted and moody. And I find that these movement breaks really help her. So I do them with her. Um, there's also cosmic kids yoga for kids and Hey, do it with them. Like there's a Harry Potter one. I remember doing it with my son and it was so much fun, but do that for you too. If you're sitting at a computer, maybe every 45 minutes to an hour, have a timer where you get up, and just take a break. If you have an Apple Watch, like what I do is I'll get up and I look at my Apple Watch at my steps and I try to just get another 100 steps. It's nothing major, but it's at least getting up, moving, uh, having a glass of water as you're doing that as well. That's just ways you can move realistically. So let's let's go into some little nutrition changes. Again, I don't like people to go balls to the wall with their nutrition. All of a sudden they're, oh, I'm never having chips. I'm never having ice cream. I'm just going to eat vegetables. Then that night they break down, have ice cream with like chocolate chips over it and everything that they feel like they shouldn't be having because they feel like they failed. So instead, I like clients and I encourage you to make subtle, subtle changes. So maybe that just means right now you're going to change your coffee order. So instead of getting a full pumpkin spice latte, you get a pumpkin spice latte with one pump or two pumps of the pumpkin. So that's half sweet or less. I say that because I have mine right beside me right now. And that's what I got this morning. Maybe that means you're packing your lunches instead of going out for lunch all the time. Maybe that means, you know, instead of just binging on chocolate chips at the end of the night, you're going to have a little bit, melt it, and have some fruit with it because you're going to have some fiber with that chocolate. Maybe instead of having... I don't know, a huge bowl of popcorn, you'll have half a bowl, but you're also going to have some vegetables with it for some crunch. Pizza Friday, you have pizza every Friday. Sounds great. Maybe try to make that from scratch at home or just like a pizza kit, save a little bit of money. And instead of eating a whole pizza or half a pizza to yourself, you're going to have two slices with some vegetables or salad, getting those veggies in. 
saving that excess calories that don't do anything for you. They're not giving you the energy you need because you feel like crap after. Whereas if you just had one or two slices and some veggies, you're going to feel way better about your choices and you're not giving up pizza Fridays. Another option, um, having a vegetable with every meal, having a veggie with every meal. So breakfast that could be cauliflower in hidden with your oats or smoothie. You can hide zucchini in your oats without it tasting. Maybe you're making a carrot cake oats in your, in your, um, morning, or, you know, you load your veggies at lunch, dinner, you know, whatever veggie size, maybe that just means having a veggie tray and picking at it throughout the day. It, it doesn't have to be these, I say this all the time, you don't have to do these Pinterest style meals for everything. You don't need to have this incredible main dish with these roasted, beautiful, you know, broccoli or something that took a little bit of extra time when you don't have it. That's not realistic. If it's not going to fit into your lifestyle or your, sorry, if your diet can't fit into your lifestyle, that's not, it's not a lifestyle. You can't continue with that because you're just going to burn out. Not everything has to be from scratch all the time. I just posted on Instagram. I'm, I'm a mess with meal prep right now. I don't really have much energy. Um, I'm going through a little bit of a health thing right now and I knew I was suffering with my lunches. So I went to a local health food store. It's like a grocery chain. Um, I went to the salad section, grabbed these salads that looked incredible. But when I looked at the nutritional information, these pre-made salads are over 800 calories each and not enough protein. So I bought two and I'm splitting them in half. So I'll have four meals. Plus I'll add some extra protein, whether that's cooked chicken or tofu. I bought tofu. And there, it's done. Sometimes it's okay to take the shortcut if your budget will allow it. There's nothing wrong with a bag salad, those stir fry mixes, whatever will work for you. But just trying to add more veggies, more color to your day, you're going to feel better over time. So those are just some simple nutrition tips to realistically make some changes without changing too much. And maybe if you have ice cream every night, Maybe start measuring it out and checking that nutrition label in the back. It's shocking to see what a serving actually is. It's a little sad, I'm going to be honest, um, when half a cup of ice cream is not much and it's like two to 300 calories, depending on what you buy. You start realizing that, you know, that's not going to do it for you. And you start seeing other alternatives. You might start making stuff or you enjoy that half a cup of ice cream. But what you think is a serving might be three. And that's where we kind of get into some trouble. Um, and of course, adding adding a lot of water. So let's talk about the prepping and planning. Planning, you don't have to meal plan every meal. Okay, maybe meal plan the meals that are tough for you. Maybe that's breakfast, lunch, dinner. Uh, I always tell my clients to just plan out their dinners. Plan out their dinners and that way it's done. They can log them all. Uh, ahead of time so they know and they can just make do with their day for the rest of the day. When you plan, make sure you look at your schedule. If you have hockey with the kids, you know, six o'clock and you have three kids, say, and every night you're basically at the arena, well, you're not going to be cooking these gourmet meals. You might be throwing something in the slow cooker and just bringing it with you. Uh, So make sure you have a plan for that. Um, Prepping. You know, again, you don't have to meal prep every single thing. I recommend either batch cooking, like a side, so maybe it's sweet potatoes or rice, and that's done. You can just scoop it, add it to your salads, your sides are ready for your your dinner. 
have some maybe roasted veggie, maybe do a big sheet pan of veggies and roast it. Again, you can add them to salads, sides for dinners, um, and maybe prepping one or two different proteins for the week. Or you can prep a whole meal and have it ready to go. So where do you have a hard time eating well? Is it breakfast because you're busy with the kids all morning and then you're just grabbing something in the drive-thru to work or just grabbing a protein bar because you think that's going to fill you? I do that. That's why I'm using that as an example as myself. A protein bar is a snack, not a meal. So what I like to do, I like overnight oats. I can make four at once and I, I'm good. Like I'll put them in the fridge and at least have four days of dinner or sorry, breakfast that are grab and go, whether I pop them in the microwave to heat it up or whatever. Uh, maybe you want to whisk together 12 eggs, a splash of milk, salt, pepper, and I don't know, maybe you're going to saute some veggies, add that in, throw it on a grease sheet pan, bake it, and cut it into 12, add it to some English muffins with, I don't know, some veggies or whatever on the side. And you got 12 English muffins, like egg sandwiches ready to go for your breakfast. And they freeze well, by the way. Maybe that is having your lunch ready because you're working and instead of going to the cafe next door and just ordering whatever or getting Uber Eats, you have your stir fries or, um, you know, whatever it is you want for lunch. And those are prepped ahead of time for you. So look at your your t- troublesome meals and get them prepped. Maybe you're okay with all that, and but you make you know, difficult decisions for snacks. You always reach for something that's easy because you don't want to prep the veggies. Peel those carrots, chop them up, store them in some water, and you got to grab and go carrot whenever you need a snack. Uh, Maybe buy some hummus so you can, you know, scoop that on a plate with your your veggies. Maybe you're going to have some pretzel chips, some veggies and hummus for an afternoon snack or bring that to work. You know, prepping those things ahead of time is going to help you. But you can do it a little bit at a time. You don't have to prep every single meal. Do this realistically and maybe try one this week. One meal that you're going to prep ahead of time. Uh, The meditation aspect of things. Listen, this is where I fail. I say I'm going to meditate all the time. I'm told I need to by everyone. And by everyone, I mean like my therapist, my physiotherapist, my doctor, like... I hold a lot of tension. I have a lot of stress and I find meditation hard. It could be because I have ADHD. It could be because I'm just a whirlwind and a hot mess. So instead of going, oh, I'm going to meditate for 10 to 20 minutes, I am now doing it just for five, just for five. And I'm going to work it up. Um, It really helps. Like I said, I have that Peloton app and they have the meditation on there. So I see it. I save them and I know if I'm having a bath or something, I can, you know, have have a couple minutes to myself and just turn on that five minute recording and breathe. So that is something that I'm personally working on. And it's, it's difficult. That is a very difficult thing for me to add in. But five minutes here and there, I can do it. I can do that rather than just sitting for 20 minutes. And then you hear the kids fighting. And you're remembering everything you need to do. And you're trying to bring your, your mind back to your breath and... It's just a disaster when I go for that long. Um, This podcast is going a little longer than what I want because I like them short. So I'm going to end on, and this kind of fits in with movement, but I'm going to add in your realistic habit to get your, you know, 10,000 steps a day in. Um, You know, if you are right now getting, say, two to 3,000 steps a day, I would say getting up to 10,000 steps is a big jump and you might get tired. So why not 
focus on improving every day. Maybe that's an extra 50 or 100 steps a day. Maybe that's an extra 200 steps a day and you just start building yourself up. You know, they do say, my personal goal, my personal goal just from what I've read is 8,000 to 10,000 steps a day. Those are the days where I feel best. So when I hit 8,000 and it's seven o'clock and I'm tired and I don't wanna do anymore, I say, you know what, good job, you did great. You did great today. My steps don't really go up when I'm working out because when I'm lifting weights, you're not moving around a bunch. If I'm riding my bike, they don't count. Like they don't look up because my arms aren't moving. Uh, I know a lot of people put on your ankle, but my watch doesn't fit around my ankle. Uh, so d d taking that pressure off yourself and going, I need to get 10,000 steps every single day. I think it's a great goal to have. But again, realistically, look at your lifestyle. And maybe start going, you know what, this week I'm going to add 500 steps a day to what I've been getting. And then you can add another 500 that next day. Maybe that just means taking a 20 minute walk a day and seeing where that leaves you and going from there. The whole point of this podcast episode is to just get started. And it's great to have these goals and these dreams and these... I'm going to do, you know, X, Y, Z this week, but not if it plays with your mental health and makes you feel like crap because you didn't reach those goals. Do you hear what I'm saying? I want you to ease into this and get there in your own time. Anything extra you do right now is a win. It's more than what you did yesterday. So whether that just means you only did a 10 minute walk or you lifted weights for 10 minutes or you had just your the only nutrition goal you met was you got in all your water. Good for you. You're one step closer than what you were yesterday. You got this. You got this. So stop putting the pressure on you because when we overwhelm ourselves, we burn out. And then we need to take a week or two to recover. And then we actually fall further behind. So a little bit at a time. Thank you so much to listening to me. I should say thank you so much for listening to me today. I will be back soon with some more realistic habits, realistic tips to help you live a realistically healthy lifestyle. 